Welcome back to the Doghouse Bulldogs. I'm Diana. I'm David. I'm so happy to be here. Ah! It's season three Riverdale premiere day. Yes, we're coming to you on Wednesdays now. From now on, our brand new episodes are going to come on Wednesday, the same day new episodes drop for Riverdale. Because it's hard. This this show takes a lot, and editing is a bitch, and we would rather keep our sanity and continue to provide you a good show than just hack and slap it together. So that's just the way it's going to be. No more three o'clock in the morning editing sessions. Yeah, it just got a bit nuts. It's too much. So that's our switch for this season. And so let's like get right to like the super amazing news we just found out yesterday. We're recording this Monday. October 8th, and yesterday we found out who they cast as Gladys Jones. And who did they cast? Gina Gershon. That's an excellent choice. It is so perfect. They had to pick somebody who was evenly matched against not only FP, but Alice as well. Because if you if you put somebody who was a good match for FP, but looked very meek compared to Alice... It would make the inevitable choice between Gladys and Alice appear much easier. So you need two very formidable women. So I love it. I love Gina Gershon. That woman can do anything. I'm so excited. The sad part is I don't know that I know much of Gina Gershon's work. That's just sad, David. That makes sense, considering I haven't seen Face Off, Showgirls, or Bound which are three of the top four credits on her list. And those are she's amazing in those movies. Like, Face Off is actually a pretty good movie. I know. Showgirls is horrible, but in the best possible way. And Bound is, like, it's it's weird. But she's great in it. She's badass. So I'm super excited. We They also announced the casting for Jelly Bean. It's a newcomer named Trinity Likens. I believe it's Likens is how you spell her name. She's doing some episodes of a show called Unspeakable. And then this. And that girl looks exactly like Cole. Like, not Dylan in a dress. It. She looks just like Cole. If Cole was an actual girl, that's what Trinity looks like. Yeah. That's Th- some perfect casting. This show appears to be Canadian, so I think this is a... We discovered somebody in Vancouver that can do this role. Well, that's good, because that's where they shoot everything. Exactly. So, yeah, we've got Gladys and Jellybean. They've, they've been cast. They're showing up in episode 308. Oh, we have to wait that long for them? It's a gr- that is, 308 is supposed to be the mid-season finale. Episode like 303. No. Bring them in. No. Uh, so no, I think that's great because you know like some st- I think a lot of stuff's going to happen. And then well, we're we have to have FP and Alice. FP and actually... Alice have to like explore the possibility of their relationship and then that has to screw that all up. Yeah. That's a great cliffhanger because it screws up so much for so many people. So I'm I'm super excited about that. Uh, we also have Anthony Michael Hall is playing Principal Featherhead in episode four. Featherhead? Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Is this from the comics at least? That one I think so, but. Okay, good. Featherhead Weatherby, it's kind of a that goes hand in hand. Ah. But yeah, he's gonna he's he's playing the principal in the flashback episode. I imagine he's not gonna be a Paul Gleason type principal though. I don't know. That could be fine. I mean, Anthony Michael Hall is jacked now, so... I love that Breakfast Club and 16 Candles connection with Molly Ringwald, so... That's true. So that makes me happy. Uh, And then we've got Penelope Ann Miller playing Miss Wright, and she's going to be the attorney pressing charges against Archie. 
So that's that's who we're going to see in the courtroom. I don't know these people. This is so depressing. Oh, she she had a good run in the 90s and the 80s. A little of the 80s. Um, Peggy Sue got married. Nope. Oh, uh, what's her other one? There's too many credits on this list. Yeah, she's just been in a lot. Okay, so this last weekend was New York Comic Con, and CW sent RAS, Luke Perry, KJ Appa, Lily Reinhardt, and Mitch Amick to go, which makes sense. They're currently filming 308, so if it's going to be heavy on the Joneses family, they can't be there. So we found out a couple of cool things. Obviously, like, if you guys don't want to know about this, hella spoilers. I mean, why are you listening why are you to this listening episode to this, of the podcast? Like, hella spoilers. So, episode one is going to end on a very big cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to get scary. That serpent tattoo that we see in the preview, the 30-second preview, with, like, buff prison Archie. Uh-huh. That's not fake. Archie gets a serpent tattoo. Cool. When asked how to describe what was going on in the show, Lily Reinhardt said that she would describe... Their problem as an epidemic that takes over the town. Are they going to go afterlife with Archie on this? N- no. No, I know. They asked RIS about is Hiram the real big bad this season? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's definitely like a true villain. But we also have a villain called the Gargoyle King, which I know nothing about. But RIS said he was very heavily influenced by True Detective season one. Which means he's influenced by the Yellow King, which is seriously one of my favorite creepy stories. And also the cult stuff. Uh-huh. So that makes me really happy. True Detective Season 1 is a wonderful season of television. So if that's what you're trying to emulate in this world, that's a really good roadmap. However, don't lose the teen fun part of that. Because that that would concern me if they strayed just a little mm-hmm. too far outside that realm. Well, they are going to spend more time in class. We're actually going to see the kids in class. There's a whole episode about them taking the SATs. Good. I know. Because we've spent two seasons of this television show mm-hmm. wondering how the fuck they get around without going to class. Mm-hmm. As for Varchi, it has been confirmed that it does not look so good for them. In fact, Camila Mendez has actually confirmed that there is another love interest for Veronica this uh-huh. season, which nobody said anything, but it's got to be Reggie. It's well, got to be Reggie. It, of course, makes sense. Yeah, and it's fun. I like that. As far as everyone knows, Bughead's going strong this season. There's going to be some bumps, but they're fun. I don't think Bughead really has that much of a chance of breaking up at this point. I'm going to find that real hard to believe. Unless they break him up by the end of this season. I would, I would, my suspicion and one of my, my predictions at the end of season two is that they're going to be fine all season long until we get to the very end. And that's when they're going to break up. Because if they don't, I think they're together through the rest of the series. Yeah. One or the other. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you can go. That's boring too. Maybe, but I don't think you can take them through much further. Before it's past the point of no return. Mm -hmm. Because at a certain point, the fans are just going to be like, okay, Buckhead is a thing for this show until the end of time. No, that's boring. It's just boring. Like, I I don't care whatever bullshit anyone wants to say. Oh, the the love triangle is boring. No, what's boring is seeing two couples together who clearly have issues long term. That's boring. And when you're in high school... 
very few people actually like stay with the same person forever. So please, like, they can stay together this whole season. That's fine. Let the, let the other people have drama, but then let them get settled, and then we can have like take turns with your drama. It's okay. Now my question is, who's Rust Cole, and who's oh, the other? Oh, stop guy? it! You're gonna read way too much into that all season long. Time is a flat circle. The throwback episode is gonna be episode four, which is actually the episode on Halloween. <laughs> Fun. And all the core four are playing their parents. Yeah, no, that makes total which sense. Is, which I thought was a little silly, but I do find this hilarious. Mark Consuelos' son is going to play him. Michael Consuelos is going <laughs> to play him. And he does look exactly like his dad. It's a little creepy. Uh, but it's it's fun. I'm I'm okay with it. That's what I want to know. Like, are the minor characters... I See, okay, so I went through IMDb today to try to figure out some other things that are going to come up here. And apparently they've caught on to that. So they do not release any of that data until after the episode airs. Yeah, only the extras are going to be posted on the cast list for some. And even then, and like, cause I, uh, we'll get to it in a moment. But I think there's some. (sighs) I think I think they're lying about some character names on some things. Misdirection. (laughs) Misdirection. Luke Perry has said that KJ does a perfect impression of him. He likes to refer to KJ as the scanner. In that KJ can just watch you for a couple minutes and then he can perfectly mimic your behavior. And he actually did a few moments of Luke Perry and it was creepy and hilarious. And I'm very excited about this episode. (laughs) I thought I was going to roll my eyes hardcore and I will. But I'm excited to roll my eyes about it. Alice is joining a cult, basically. Yes. She's getting a health guru, quotation marks, and he runs the cult, the farm. Which is also the cult. But that's not necessarily the Gargoyle King. Exactly. I don't know if that's... there. There's probably some crossover there, but we'll see. I'm really curious to see, are they going to go supernatural with it? Because that element is present within the true detective realm. They're very vaguely. Based on the 30 second preview, yeah, it looks like it. Because... But they are not... They have not... They're not explicitly saying it. And I think that is purposeful to not take anything away from Sabrina coming out and also not lean in too heavily into it in case there's a really big backlash. That's fair. Like I could I could understand it being like Wiccan but not really like magic. But like there's some things there. You know, just basing off of that backstory, that cult centers mm-hmm. around a supernatural figure. And so it's gonna be interesting to see is that true mm-hmm. or is this some type we of other big bad villain? And we, we don't, don't know. We don't I'm really curious. know anything about the farm. Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm curious which direction they're going to head with that. Mm-hmm. Lily Reinhardt is doing all of her makeup this season. Her own makeup. Cool. Yeah. Dark Betty is being put away. We talked about that a while ago. Yeah, though. but it's it's also, it's been discussed that she's Betty is going to therapy. She needs it. For sure. So we're not going to see that wig. We shouldn't see that wig this season. Yeah, it might be time to be like, that's gone now. Let's send Betty to therapy and pretend that never happened. Thank you. Like, that's what should happen. When they asked the actors, what three words would you describe the season with? Luke Perry said, run, don't walk. Mage and Amick jokingly said, can't top that. Lily said, you're on your own. Which is like, I know that's four words, but that's what I kept telling myself in every scene. You're on your own. And KJ, this is a lovely exchange. I, I, This makes me laugh. KJ says, uh, captivating, interesting, good. And then someone yelled shirtless. 
And then Luke Perry goes on this riff about how Fred's really bad at doing uh, Archie's laundry. <laughs> and that's why he's on their shirtless. <laughs> and Arya said, edge of your seat. Meh. Meh. Uh, one question that was asked from the audience was, are we going to get any new minor characters from the comic books? And we will. We will meet in the second episode, Evelyn Evernever. She was in the little Archie comics, and she was Archie's first kiss, and she later tried to kidnap him. Oh. Her father is Edgar Evernever, who is Alice's health guru. Uh-huh. He runs the farm. Okay, cool. Yes. Fun times. Yes. So I'm very excited about this because this could be really fun in the creepiest way ever. I don't know. Their track record hasn't always been good. So are they going to go? Because I feel like go for it. Go full cult, at mm-hmm. least as far as the CW will let you because it's network television. I'm down for weird with this show. Yeah. They can do it. They just don't always choose to. No. All right. So yeah, that's everything of note really from New York Comic Con. So And it's just fawning over hot Archie and sweet, adorable That things. and it's just a lot of rehashing of things that we've already talked about or things we already know. I can tell from just some of the promos, Josie's making a comeback. Yes, they're leaning more heavily into her. They uh there is the potential for a Keller McCoy wedding. Yeah. yeah. But what about Mrs. Keller. That's easily explained. I mean, are they just going to divorce and she stays at the base? I'm fine with that. So why don't we take a quick break and go rewatch the season preview, and then we'll come back and talk about that real quick, and then get into predictions. Okay. Okay, so there's a lot in that trailer. Yeah. I have a feeling there's there's going to be a good chunk of that that just shows up in the first episode. That's always how they've done it. Yeah, I think there's those qu- I think there's some quick snippets that'll be later in the season just to make us, you know, throw us off track. Uh, but we see Archie in handcuffs on a prison bus. That'll be in the first episode easily. Of, of course. Uh, we see a prison riot with Archie. That could we be see a riot or just a brawl. Potato, potato. It's in prison and it's Archie. Well, he, he's yeah. involved in that. Somebody taught him. First, first guy you meet, throw a punch. Whatever. Uh, we see him throw water or something out of a cell, and the cell number is three o two. So I'm guessing flashback, or that'll show up in episode three o two. That's my guess. That's a little. Yeah. Would you put it past him? No. Uh, we see a bunch of like witch witchy images in a journal, like drawings of like sacrifices or whatnot, and Cut like demons with the gargoyle king, with the gargoyle king, and then also with the baby dedication ceremony that's going on that we know Alice is a part of. Um, we see Betty falling over. Clearly, she's got. I'm th- I'm thinking she's hypnotized or she faints or something to that effect. We see Veronica cheering with the River Vixens, so that's happening again. Yeah. Back, back to normal. I mean... Back to high school stuff. Uh, we see Phallus post-coitus. Heck yes, we do. With and that we see serp- the serpent tattoo. We've been excited about that since that came out. And then the last shot we see is Jughead in the woods next to some clearly... Sacrificial altar? Altar ritual of some sort. And two bodies, or two people, we don't know if they're dead or alive, and Jughead's screaming for help. So yeah. It's great. <laughs> There's just so much happening. 
So now we have to go revisit what we said in our season two wrap-up prediction. So we need to go through what has already been confirmed, maybe whether or not we've changed our mind on anything, blah, 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 blah. Should we do mine or yours first? Let's do mine because I don't ever have that many. You have a couple. Your first one is that Chick is a Hal plant and that he was brought in as a test for Betty. Well, it's totally unconfirmed. Totally unconfirmed, but are you still sticking by that? Well, we know he's coming back for season three. Mm-hmm. We have already heard that. Correct. I am still going with that until further uh, until further notice. Chick is a part of the cult and or Reaper Justice League. Well, Reaper Justice League, I don't even know what we're doing with that anymore. Well, we don't know who all the people in that Reaper Justice League were. So. Do we think we're going to find out? Because I think that might just disappear. Unless Hal is actually a part of this cult mm-hmm. and whatever the Gargoyle King's into, I'm going to say that chick is actually a part of this cult switch that around okay gonna switch my allegiances there fred and uh, hermione will go against hiram yeah i'm holding to that yeah they already shook hands they're joining teams i don't know that there's going to be a full-on affair yet mm-hmm. but i do know that they're going to try to take this town back from hiram all right subplots <laughs> so that's all you had I told you well, you had some. All right. My first one was that Real Charles is alive and he's at the farm. I still like that. I like the idea that Real Charles is still hanging around. Okay. I'll buy it. The way they're doing the cult is throwing me off. The farm is the cult and it is an offshoot from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy was my next one. I will go with the first part, but I'm not real sure about that second part. All I right. think the Sisters of Quiet Mercy could be a counter opposing force. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Moose will be together and they will explore dating. Well, that is half confirmed. Half confirmed. Because yeah. we see them kissing in what appears to be the school hallway at Riverdale. So I'm saying that's half confirmed. Something's going down with those two. They're going to be dating. It might not be in public right away. I could see that being the problem. Um, my next prediction is that Archie is not allowed to be the class president because, you know, he gets arrested. So the next person in line is Ethel, and then Ethel gets to be class president, and she becomes the new HBIC. This is incredibly plausible based on some of the stuff they're poking around with Ethel. On Instagram, they said something about Ethel taking over and finding her... Her voice. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm 100% standing behind that. I think that's the best way to use her character more. Mary comes back to defend Archie. Confirmed. I've seen the pictures of Molly Ringwald in the courtroom with Archie. Well, I mean, who else is going to defend him? Although, wouldn't that be like a weird conflict of interest? Eh. Would they let your own parent defend you in court? He is a minor. But also, in, in the picture, it's her and then Archie and then Attorney McCoy. I predicted a flashback episode with the parents. Confirmed. <laughs> I have been predicting that for a very long fucking time. And so. you are so happy that it's finally happening. Well, they had confirmed that before we did our season two, but that had been a prediction of mine all throughout season two. Chick is alive, but then he'll actually die for real this season. Yeah. I'm, I'm still going with that. I predict Betty and Jughead will be fine for the season. I'm saying that's confirmed because both RAS and Lily have said, yeah, there's nothing bad's happened to them for a while. Archie and Veronica will break up. That's half confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) It's not looking too good and there's going to be another love interest for Veronica. So I'm saying that's half confirmed. Veronica and Reggie dating. Highly plausible. Highly plausible. We're on high alert for that one. Also, side note, not relevant really to the show, but Camila Mendes and Charles Melton are dating. Hmm. Hmm. I don't really care, but shit happens. 
KJ's just keep it profesh. Australianing it up over there. Just he's all alone by himself. He's gonna spend all his time working out. <laughs> uh, I predict a pregnancy scare. I'm sticking with that. It's gotta it, happen to somebody the, at some point. You can't have a bunch of teens having sex without at least one pregnancy scare. I'll go further. I'm gonna say it's Bughead. <sighs> Emotional weight of that, I think that's the most plausible. I could see that happening and Jughead not handling it well and Betty breaking up with him. Nah. Yeah. No, they would they would reconcile. I don't know. He would be freaking out because he's gonna be Jack's tellering it up, so he's afraid his oh kids can't be in the can't be in the club. He can't be born into the serpents. Because it's just not interesting with Archie and Veronica. No, it's really not. I yeah. mean it's a means to an end. And it's way better to break them up because he's gotten weird and dark in prison. That's what that's going to be. Yeah, I could see that. And because of the the issue, it's really going to come down to her father. And she's going to spend more time with other dude. And that's more fun and less complicated. I fully believe that Hermione and Fred are going to have a full-on affair. Like, I predicted that last season, but I'm still going with it. I like them joining forces to to beat Hiram, but and I I want in that process of them to be like fully trying to be together. It's gonna take a while. I don't care. It's still my prediction for the whole season. And Mary's gonna have to be out of the picture finally. No, I don't think so. But yeah, that's what I got. All right. So next we have to do episode titles. Now the first couple ones we do have synopsis, so I'll read those because they're there and they exist and they will inform some of our wild accusations. All right, chapter 36, Labor Day. As the jury begins deliberations in his murder trial, Archie makes a surprising request. Jughead leads the serpents against the ghoulies' latest attack. Okay, so that might explain who's in that ritual thing at the end of the preview. Those could be ghoulies or serpents. Archie makes a surprising request. A conjugal visit? I don't know. He's in jail. (laughs) Trying to think of what he would freaking request. Well, he kind of says it in the preview. What? I just want the I just want this weekend to be cool after the worst summer ever. Uh, he wants one last weekend one with last his friends weekend. before he goes to jail. Well, before they re- that's yeah, that's probably their fun weekend before the jury gives their verdict. That would make sense. And Labor Day weekend. Yeah. All right, chapter thirty-seven: Fortune and Men's Eyes. After a gruesome discovery is made in the forest, Jughead and Betty team up to investigate. Archie navigates his new surroundings. Okay, so Archie's still in jail. Something bad happened in the forest. Archie not only is in jail, but he just got to jail. I'm new in jail. I'm Archie. Oh, shit. (laughs) You guys don't like my bow tie? (laughs) Yeah, I have a feeling these first few episodes are going to go back and forth with our timeline. I don't know. I think so. They have never convincingly pulled off weird timelines to me. We've talked about it a lot, but then they've never gone they've for They've never it. really done different timelines. I don't think so. We've suspected it, but it's never happened. I don't think they're going to start now. I, I could see them trying, because it would make sense. Okay, chapter 38. As well, above... we got to talk about the forest. What's going on in the forest? There's dead people! Yeah, I don't know that this is ghoulies. No. I think that they found it, something way weirder in the forest. Maybe, but it's ghoulies making it and trying to make it look like the witches, the cult witches. I don't know. Once we know the terminology, we'll figure it out, people. All right, chapter 38. 
As above, so below. Suspicious roadblocks threatened to delay the opening of the speakeasy. Betty and Jughead followed different leads. Unwanted attention forces Archie to make a difficult decision. Okay, that's when he clearly gets his serpent tattoo. Archie needs protection. Yeah. That makes so sense. who's he going to go to? People he knows can, the king of the serpents. He can trust the serpents. Yep. Betty and Jughead followed different leads. All right. Well, whatever. They're going to be investigating shit off in the woods. And Veronica's still opening the speakeasy. That's so stupid. That's the stupidest thing ever. It's not. It's so stupid. Well, okay, but that's how we get Josie. Eh. We see Josie in that sort of nightclub setting. That's how that's going to come to pass. She's going to have a show at the Speakeasy. No, I get that as a venue, but I just hate the construct that it's a nightclub that's going to serve liquor and it's being run by a 16-year-old. That's the stupidest fucking thing. I know they did it on 90210 and Saved by the Bell, but it's dumb. All right, chapter 39, Midnight Club. This is the flashback episode. Yes. Flashes back to when the parents are younger and the younger versions of the parents are portrayed by their on-screen children. I do know that we find out that all the parents have a secret they've been keeping. Were they in the Reaper Club? No. That was two before their I time. Do you, okay, somebody put two and two together. I cannot remember who because I've seen it in a couple places. Super smart, internet sleuthy people. They found a picture of KJ, Gina Gershon, and Cole Sprouse on set. And then all it's, it's a picture that all they're like, so excited you're here. And Gina Gershon's face is a little to the side. But she's got some scarring on her chin that Gina Gershon does not actually have. So it appears to be some sort of makeup is done to create an effect on her face that you can't fully see. One thing we do know about Alice is that she was a serpent and she got arrested for an acid attack. (laughs) People are positing that she attacked Gladys. Yeah. Which you could totally see Alice doing. That's going to be a cat fight for the centuries. So, okay, I need to figure out who posited that first because they get mad props for putting those two together i'm very excited to see if that's true i would really like to see some of those aspects talked about in this flashback episode so now we don't have any more synopses we're going to chapter 40 the great escape so i i I guess archie gets out of jail (laughs) is archie gonna break out of jail uh maybe it's or they're busting like they're busting through the bureaucracy and getting them out legally. No, 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 no. They're busting Alice off the farm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. That's way more that likely. That could be cool. Okay, chapter 41, Manhunter. Okay, well, we, we got we to gotta go after the Gargoyle King. By now, we have to know who the, that the Gargoyle King exists, and we have to go figure out who is this dude. Also, Manhunter's like, that's Hannibal Lecter reference mm-hmm. right there. I don't, ooh. Are we going to get super creepy on that one? I don't know. That seems like we're headed somewhere weird. Chapter 42, The Man in Black. Well, I can see that that's, there's going to be a couple men in black. There's going to be Hiram. There's going to be Hal. If Hal does show up, that's when he's going to show up. There's also going to be FP. There's going to be FP. And then there's also going to be, I, I'm going to guess, Edgar, the health guru leader of the farm, and the Gargoyle King, if they're not one and the same. There will be several of those people moving around. Mm-hmm. There are several men in black. Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> all right, and chapter 43, Outbreak. I guess this is all hell breaks loose, because Gladys and Jellybean show up. But an epidemic. I mean, like... It ties back to that epidemic with Outbreak. I'm curious, an epidemic of what? 
secrets coming? Or I, I, it could just be all, all the secrets are getting revealed, and it's never all the secrets. There's always more secrets. Then you don't have a television show. Exactly, but all of the ones we've been trying to find out currently will come out. Or oh, oh, the prison. There's an actual prison. Maybe they get out of the prison. There's a prison break, like a real one. That would make a lot of sense That'd instead be cool. of escaping prison. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would imagine we're gonna have a. We talked about a prison, right? We maybe have a giant breakout. That'd be cool. That'd be a good way to mid-season break. That would create a problem for everybody. Except what if Archie does the right thing and stays in jail? He won't. They're not going to have him be in jail the entire first half of the season. Could have him be a fugitive? No. <laughs> That's not good, boy, Archie. Fred would not would not entertain this idea. Okay, and then last... We have chapter 44, which is actually episode 309, which is not supposed to happen until January. But they do have the title. It's called No Exit, which, you know, John Paul Sartre. Hell is other people. Yep. Hmm. Meet the Gargoyle King. Meet the Gargoyle King. Someone's captured. Everyone feels stuck. It'll be interesting. Existential malaise. Oh, I love existential malaise. Hours of philosophizing masquerading as drama. I'm very excited. Like, I look at all of this and I go, all right, this is going to be fun. This is going to be ridiculous and stupid, but in the best way possible. I am cautiously optimistic. I will be over the moon if they really dig deep on this mm-hmm. cult stuff and go full weird instead of pulling their punches. Well, you know, last season we loved the first nine. We really enjoyed them. There was like one episode that was kind of like, meh, but overall we really enjoyed it. Yes and no. I also remember going back through them and saying, uh, I, they're not perfect, but they were enjoyable. They were enjoyable. I just also feel like, didn't didn't we get the feeling like there wasn't a whole lot going on? <sighs> that might have just been the entire 22 I, arc. Well, that's true. But I feel like in that first nine, they did a good job of like, okay, here's our big story. Here's a little story. Oh, back to our big story. And cliffhanger. It was a good little move along for nine episodes. Right. And that was enjoyable. And that was fine. And then you get to the back 13 and we're just like, this is horrible. And, oh, we had 12 different hiatuses. We only had two, but they were really obnoxious and way too long. Really dumb. So hopefully we don't have that on the back half this year. And so maybe the flow won't be interrupted in such an obnoxious way. Fingers crossed. Good yeah. grief. But I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the ridiculousness because that's one of the things we do truly enjoy about the show. For me, I really want to see the first episode. Once I get that vibe back, I'll feel a whole lot more comfortable and excited about Mm -hmm. where they're headed. Yeah. We have enjoyed these months off, but we are ready to fully engage in our doghouse coverage. Are we? Yes, we are, because we're doing more this season. Oh, no. Yes. uh, You may have heard over the summer, and maybe you're coming to us now, we have started a Patreon for our Macintosh and Maude network. That is the network that the doghouse is on. And this year, as part of our Doghouse Riverdale coverage and as part of our Patreon-exclusive content, we are going to do Doghouse drive through episodes, which is going to be our instant reactions to the newest episodes, about 15 minutes of us chatting back and forth and screaming at each other and waxing poetic, and that's going to go up on Fridays on our Patreon. But, but you have to be a patron in order to hear that. Yep. Of which we have many, many levels. And you can find all of the information about that at patreon.com slash Macintosh and Mod. 
Now, and if you're not ready to be a Patreon subscriber just yet, we'll have our full episode coverage. We'll continue to be on our main feed every Wednesday. If you sign up now on our Patreon, not only will you get those episodes as they occur, but you'll also get our whole back catalog of exclusive content. Right now, specifically for the doghouse, we've got Love, Simon, and Josie and the Pussycats. And... And we also reviewed a little thing, this graphic novel, I think y'all have heard of it, it's called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Which also ties into something else going on on the Patreon. That new television show is going to premiere on Netflix on October 26th, and we're going to cover it. We're going to call it The Chilling Adventures of the Doghouse. And all of our Sabrina coverage is going to be Patreon only. We will release our first episode in the main feed so you can get a taste of it. But if you want the rest of the season, you're going to have to become a Patreon member. I am really interested to see the competing shows for who's going to get weirder and darker. Well, and who has the better, who's better consistently. That's true. Because Sabrina is only 10 episodes. They are doing two seasons, but they are each only 10 episodes. That's right. So it's going to be interesting to see how that affects their storytelling. And so our coverage of that will go up after Thanksgiving. We With Riverdale going on, we need to give ourselves a little bit of time to cover both because it's a lot. But all right. We hope our episode tonight is amazing. We cannot wait to see what happens. And until next time. Hashtag Go Bulldogs. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.